Before we dive into today's episode, I want to tell you about a free three-act worksheet to help you structure your story. Whether you're a plotter or a pantser, a novelist or short fiction writer, this three-act worksheet will help you navigate your material and even begin each new story with a better plan. Download yours at nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. Stop getting stuck in the middle of your draft. Go grab this free worksheet, nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. Often writers have many stories within their novels. Now, this is a great instinct because it creates depth and this sense of aliveness that great novels have. But when it's not harnessed, when these different story strands run amok, it creates confusion, not only for you, but for your reader. So how do you harness all that complexity, all those strands within your novel that make up the tapestry of your story? Well, one way to harness the complexity of your material is to create subplots. In today's episode, we'll explore what subplots are, two main ways to use them with examples and three places where subplots may already be hiding out in your story. Stay tuned. Writer Unleashed is for you, a writer who has a story you want to bring onto the page and into the hearts and minds of readers. I'm Nancy Pinuccio, writer, editor, and writing coach. And each week, we'll explore techniques, mindsets, and inspiration for writing stories readers can't put down. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's begin. The writers I work with have these rich, complex plots with many supporting characters and formidable antagonists and complex histories. I'm truly in awe of the level of depth and range that my clients are bringing to their stories. This is a fine instinct, but often they get lost in the weeds of their own complexity. They get lost in the middle and can't find their way through. They can't write their way through. So the question is, how do you harness all those different story strands that make up your novel? The answer is you develop subplots. Okay, so before we dive in, what is a subplot? A subplot is another plot that involves a different set of characters and it weaves throughout your novel. A subplot has a direct relationship to your main plot. Now, if you're writing a short story, you can have a subplot, but you don't need one. But if you're writing a novel, you need at least one subplot. So why develop a subplot? Well, a subplot can intensify your main conflict. It can raise the stakes. It can amplify your main plot. It can amplify your theme. It gives your story depth and resonance, this echoing effect that gives your story this sense of realism, this sense of aliveness. 
It makes your novel believable to your readers. It creates this world teeming with people, just like real life. Subplots work in two ways. They're either a mirror subplot or a contrasting subplot. So a mirror subplot is congruent to the main plot. A contrasting subplot is the opposite. Now, good writing is all about contrast. So when you have a contrasting subplot, it amplifies your main plot. For example, in Anna Karenina, you have the main plot with Anna and her adulterous affair with Vronsky, and then you have two subplots. One mirrors the main plot, the other contrasts the main plot. So subplot one is about Levin's dutiful marriage with Kitty. So this is antithetical. It takes up about as much narrative space as the main plot, but it's the opposite of the main plot. Subplot two is a little smaller. It's congruent. It's a mirror plot. It's about Oblonsky, who's Anna's brother, and his adulterous marriage. So it's a mirror subplot. So how do you construct a subplot? Well, most writers have these subplots, but they're not yet fully developed as another plot. They're hiding out in your material. So here are some places to look for subplots that you can develop. Number one, supporting characters. So for example, let's look at Harry Potter. One subplot, one of the main subplots is Harry's relationship with his best friend, Ron, and Ron's family. This subplot reflects Harry's desire for a family. Um, They fill a void for him. His parents died when he was very young, and he'd been living with his aunt, uncle, and cousin who don't support him. They don't accept him. They think of his magic powers as evil. Now, Ron's parents have magic powers of their own, and Ron's father actually supplies Harry with all sorts of things and props that uh, help him get what he wants, like a flying car, for example. So they they support his magic powers. So they are a, a mirror subplot. In Revolutionary Road, we have Millie and Shep Campbell, who are the Wheeler's next-door neighbors and best friends. It's a small subplot, but the Campbells are the opposite. They're conventional. They're content with their lives, unlike the Wheelers, who want to escape convention and run off to Paris. So they have a, a happy marriage. The Wheelers have a very unhappy marriage. So it's a contrasting subplot. Number two your antagonist. You might choose to have a subplot that follows your antagonist, and this can increase the conflict and add suspense and drama to your story. So a classic example is Romeo and Juliet. So you have the main plot about the love story between Romeo and Juliet, and then the subplot is about the long-standing rivalry between the two families, the Montagues and the Capulets, and this unfolds to increase the conflict and add drama to these young lovers' forbidden romance. Subplot number three, backstory. Now, often writers are 
tempted to write these long swaths of backstory to get the reader up to speed on how the characters got into the situation they're in when we meet them on page one. And what often happens is the backstory winds up taking over the entire story. It runs amok or it's overloaded in one part of the story and not revisited. And often the relationship between the backstory and the front story isn't really clear and it's a missed opportunity. So for example, in Harry Potter, we get Snape's backstory. And over time, this gives us a fuller picture of his role in the story. We come to feel greater compassion for him. He's not the villain we thought he was. His backstory with Harry's parents accomplishes a lot of things here. It reveals why his relationship with Harry has always been kind of sticky. And it also dismantles Harry's uh, idyllic image of his father. So it's a very key subplot. Another example of backstory is in The Godfather 2. So we have flashbacks to the origins of Vito Corleone in America and of the Corleone crime family and how they contrast with the present day state of the Corleone family that is now led by Michael Corleone. So this subplot helps give context to why and how the family was established in the first place. And it also speaks to the themes. So there are these wider themes about the Godfather that has at its heart about immigration to America, American capitalism, and family loyalty. It also bolsters uh, Vito and Michael's characterization. It deepens it because it shows the contrasting ways that they got to their positions as the head of the family. This subplot shows the downfall of the Corleone family by showing its beginning. So it contrasts the beginnings with the present day state of the family. So here are some things to keep in mind when you're constructing subplot. You need to know your main plot before you can write a subplot. A subplot has its own narrative arc. It has its own beginning, middle, and end. So pay attention to the subplot character's desires What's motivating them to act? What's their conflict? Here are some do's and don'ts. Do know your main plot before constructing your subplot. The subplot has a direct relationship to your main plot. Do develop a subplot involving characters the protagonist knows. There should be some relationship. Don't let the subplot take over the main storyline. It should augment it, not overshadow it. Don't have too many subplots. If you're writing your first novel, start with one subplot. Two subplots, by the way, is plenty. Anna Karenina had two subplots. Here's what I want you to do next. To help you develop your subplot characters, I have a free character questionnaire that will help you bring depth and complexity to your subplot. This will help you get clear on what your subplot characters want, why they want it, and what the underlying motive is driving them. Head on over to nancypinuccio.com forward slash character to download it. nancypinuccio.com forward slash character. 
I'll link in the show notes. Okay, so let's wrap this up. A subplot is another plot involving another set of characters that weaves throughout your novel and has a direct relationship to your main plot. Subplots work in two ways. They can mirror your main plot or contrast it. You can develop both in your novel. A short story can have a subplot but doesn't need it, but a novel should have at least one subplot. Some opportunities for subplots that may already be hiding out in your material are, number one, supporting characters, number two, your antagonist or antagonists, and number three, backstory. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Writer Unleashed. If this episode resonated with you, please go leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Reviews are key to keeping Writer Unleashed on the top of the charts where other writers can find us. I'll see you next week with a brand new episode. In the meantime, join us on our private Facebook group, Writer Unleashed Community. It's totally free to join. And if you want more free resources, plus writing tips, I only share an email. Sign up over at nancypinuccio.com. I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Till then, keep writing, and I'll talk to you soon.